Like I said, ML the best thing that happened to me was that MLB investigate that and, you know, they didn't find something. Now you're telling me that someone could have potentially shorted my career or sent me back down, maybe figure shit out because they knew what I was doing when I was in their park? So many guys are only there trying to figure out how can I stay here? What will make me stay here? But teach your own. But I'm not going to sit here and just be quiet about with like someone blatantly taking millions of dollars and you know, food off my table, let alone other people's table. I don't think any of those motherfuckers should be able to look us in the eye. They, just, they should feel ashamed. You want to protect the guy next to you, you want to protect the sanctity of baseball? It's not giving five million dollar, you know, discipline to a billion dollar corporation. And while they're still walking around with the same ring on their finger in the same uniform, in the same city, in the same contract. What's that really going to change? Welcome to the Loaded Bases Podcast. I'm Alessandro DeGennaro with my co-host Nick Wilson. And today we are talking the fallout of the Houston Astros scandal and uh, some Mets managerial takes. Can, can I live? Like, <laughs> yo, can I want to wake up one day without, like, waking up to, like, all these fucking rumors and, like, like you know. But wait, hold on. Do you not like it? Because it's, it's, it's pretty entertaining. And, and... <laughs> Yeah, we'll get into it later. Like baseball's crumbling. Like this is pretty good. Uh, this is pretty good shit. <laughs> well, I mean, the sport never gets talked about. So the fact that we can see like first take, like, this is talking what it about takes it every get, single day. This like, is what it thank takes. God, this I know is what it takes. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the NFL, like is like you know they've been injecting like you know college kids with uh, people are like, yeah, this is really great. And then and then like baseball is like crumbling. And this is what it takes. Yeah, so, I know so. it's unfortunate. And then I mean, then you wake up every day. There's some new. Fit, like you know, Babe Ruth was created by the government, or like, <laughs> or like Mike Trout is on HGH. Just like, well, that might be true. It's too much. I, that is okay. That is thyroid. Th 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 okay, so Mike Trout, after all this stuff was, we're not going to spend any time talking about this, but after all these like different allegations were coming out on a Twitter account that claimed to be David Broch, uh, Scott Broch's son, David Broch's, I think it actually is his son. Um, well, that's not the conspiracy. He said, and another thing. Yeah, Mike I, Trout's on HGH, which would be which is like devastating. Okay, wait, no, but he but, has, a, but he claimed that he has a thyroid problem, which, and thyroid problems can fucking kill you. So I mean, I mean, I yeah, but that's just one. That's just one person. Like I'm not. I'm putting one zero, person who's I'm just, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Scott Brocious is what no, no, no. I'm saying Mike Trout. <laughs> oh, I was about to say like you better check yourself because that is <laughs> thank you, Grant. Right. So all right, so. I always will. I always listen to podcasts, and they're always just like, "Oh wow, like so much has happened since the last time <laughs> we like." But I'm about to say that because that's since we left, bro. Like Carlos Beltran got fired. So did Alex Cora. Alex Cora didn't get fired when we recorded it. Yeah. So that okay. Wow. So yeah. no, no, no. So Alex, um, I I misspoke. Carlos Beltran did not get fired. He stepped down. It was a mutual parting ways. Um, Carlos Beltran got fired. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, I no, no. I think he did because the respectful thing. I think he did what the Mets probably didn't have the balls to. Do. My bad. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. The Mets and Carlos Beltran parted ways. Um, you know, you can speculate on whether or not it would have been a distraction, but now the Mets officially just washed their hands of the whole thing. They got involved. They didn't really obviously want to. They got involved, you know, subsequently. Now they're just completely washed their hands of it. They're going to find a new manager. Um, there's no risk in getting rid of Carlos Beltran, but there is a risk in terms of keeping him. They're, the Mets are in the middle of a competitive window. I think that it was the right move. Um, now, here's why they got rid of him. So, Andy Martino, in a string of tweets... From uh, SNY. From SNY, yes. So, he was saying that the Mets... Well, to start off, Buster only said that the, the Mets were wavering. That was a tweet that he, that he uh, made, that the Mets were wavering on whether or not to get rid of him because Carlos Beltran was the only player who was named in the report. That was significant enough where the media just rolled with it. And Carlos Beltran was, you know, getting a lot of flack. And the Mets were getting a lot of flack. I mean, like, you know, Joe Benigno on his show went off. And there was a lot of media covering this. Um, they hadn't – it also came out that they hadn't asked Carlos – this is specifically from Andy Martino. Quote, they hadn't asked Beltran about specifics because of the feeling that they wanted to respect MLB's investigation and they didn't think it would it would be the uh, quote it would be wouldn't be costly for their manager. And then it also said that the Mets were blindsided by MLB report mentioning Beltran. They had been told he wouldn't be suspended, but didn't know he'd be named. Spent the 
spent next several days debating what to do. So the Mets are just the most incompetent franchise in baseball. All right, that's a that's an no. I mean, but it's just such classic Mets. Man is under investigation, or or, well, or, or hold on, November. Know. No, okay, nobody had. If you look at how the media was talking about this, literally nobody was reacting the way they were before this. That's came not out. true. It is. It is true. Nobody in the media thought that. Okay, here's what happened. The Mets conflated him being mentioned with him being with him being swept up in it. They knew that he was going to be. Or he was on the team, so there, you know, potentially was going to be some consequences for someone. But they knew he wasn't going to be uh, when the uh, yeah, punished. Bad. Yeah. So if he wasn't mentioned at all, it would have just been speculation, and none of this would have really even happened. I think, like, regardless if he was mentioned or not, they should have asked him. I agree, but that's yeah. not. I think regardless, I think that's an over. That's such a reach to say that they're they're so incompetent. Like they should have asked. Yes, but also first of all. The the Astros are not. It's a reach to call them incompetent. I'm not gonna. We're, we uh, we shouldn't spend too much time on how the Mets are incompetent. But I mean, they have just shown throughout the history of their franchise that they are an incompetent franchise. They have just shown no, it throughout. No, not not throughout the history of their franchise. You might you might want to say that the Wilpon ownership is part of that, but that that's not the entire franchise. Like, you know, they uh, weren't gonna even sign Mike Piazza until like a thousand fans had to like call in because Christopher Russo and Mad I mean Mad Dog and, and Mike Francesa like. We're like bashing the Mets for not signing them, and then told all their fans to call up the the, the Mets front office and told them to sign them. They they the GM or whoever at the time had come out and said that they weren't whatever. We're gonna just, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But well, regardless, I'm just saying the incompetent let's, let's the not, franchise is incompetent for their whole. It, you're what you're really referring to is the uh, length of the Wilpon ownership. Regardless, it's an unfortunate situation. The yeah. Mets are a talented team, and having Carlos Beltran as the manager would have been extremely dope. Um, and it's unfortunate that he got wrapped up on, into all of this. And it's also interesting because it's also unfortunate. I mean, it, yeah. What, what, what were you going to say? Because I think I, I think, think it's unfortunate that he was the only player that was named in the report because it just it's totally tarnished his career. Now the guy is like one of the greatest Mets to ever live. He's a New York icon, and because he was the only guy named in the report, he's now going to forever have this scarlet letter on him because. Well, here's the thing, too. He's going to be associated ta- with the scandal. I was talking to my friend the other day, uh, and and he w- and I was saying, like, well, they had to get rid of Beltron because he was one of the ringleaders. And then my, and then my friend was like, well, how do you know that? And I was like, well, because he was named in the report. And it said, well, he was like, well, the report doesn't specifically say what he did. It's a fact. And then if you look at a lot of the articles that you read, it's circular logic. It was like Beltron was named in the report because he was one of the ringleaders, and he was one of the ringleaders, we know this, because he was yeah. named in the report. It, if you read closely at a lot of the, the articles that are coming out, it's true. No one has specifically said, named any tangibles on what he specifically did. They just said that in the report, it says, quote, Carlos Beltran and other Astros players. Yeah. So that, you could just say that about anyone. Anyway. Yeah. Alex Bregman and other Astros players. Evan Gaddis and other but they, Astros but, players. But note that they didn't do that. So why? I mean, we can speculate. Well, we, we, that's all we can do. Yeah, so is it one because he had just received the the Mets managerial job and they wanted to put we, pressure we, on the yeah, Mets to fire him. Know. Which um, is shitty. Or is it because he was a ringleader with Cora and he was a veteran in that locker room well, and it was his last regardless, season? Regardless, what the MLB investigation, what the MLB report makes us do now is speculate because they didn't mention specifically exactly. what mean, he did. I think that this could turn out to be really bad for Rob Manfred because I think that there might be a lot of things that he's just trying to sweep under the rug and and and, and put this report out and was kind of like, this is the punishment, that's well, I what believe it is. The, I and believe now all the, this shit is coming out. Yeah, well, I believe the report, it was done very thoroughly. It's done by, you know, I mean, former, former feds. Former feds. Like, it, it's going to be legit. I also kind of wonder how much wiggle room Rob Manfred has to leave things out because we, we just, again, we don't know. Um, and so the statement with Carlos Beltran and the Mets was... Uh, we met with Carlos last night and again this morning and agreed to mutually part ways. This was not an easy decision. Considering the, the circumstances, it became clear to all parties that it was not in anyone's best interest for Carlos to move forward as manager of the New York Mets. We believe that Carlos was honest and forthcoming with us, which is important because that shows that he didn't lie to them. And I believe that because if he lied to them, that would give them an out and they would have mentioned Didn't it. he, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he say that he was stepping down? Uh, I don't know if he said he was stepping down. I didn't see any statement like that from Beltron, but I'm not sure if he did. But then it said, Google. Are, then the rest, it just says, you know, like we're confident that he'll will he'll have a great career and we're excited, blah, 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 blah. 
and we're winning all the platitudes. But anyway, so um, I also do want to point out, right, that um, that Beltron did lie to the media, and he also he lied to Joel Sherman uh, back in November. Uh, Joel Sherman asked him about it. He said Beltron told the New York Post in text messages uh, he was quote not aware of that camera. End quote. He told The Athletic, the Astros, quote, took a lot of pride, unquote, in studying pitches via computer before games, but insisted that, quote, that is the only technology I use, end quote. Um, and yeah, so so that's that's what he said to the media in November. So he did lie to the media. That's relevant. Uh, oh, now why, the next Now, the, try, now the next part of this, which is the weird, which is the weird part, which is we've, we've, I think it's uh, very widely kind of uh, considered, thought about that that this is not Carlos Beltran's niece. This is a burner account. Okay, yeah. Wait, so real but, quick, let's yeah. just let's just highlight everything that happened since the last time that we talked. So there's a burner account that's coming out that claims to be Beltran's niece. She called him being hired like a week before it happened. She called then called him stepping down the day before it happened, and then she came out and she said that uh, the Astros, specifically Bregman and Altuve, were wearing buzzers. Now, when you say she, we that's yeah, no, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, a, yeah. I know. Then Beltron came out and said that this person has nothing to do with um, his family, not related. And then she didn't delete her Twitter, which usually happens when uh, fake accounts get found out. She just made it private, so people are tend to believe that this is a burner account from an Astros player inside the uh, organization. But we don't, this is not confirmed. But yeah, so, we don't know. So here, here. However, they got the predictions right. Like, yeah. So, spot on. Yeah, and it is widely believed that this is a, that this is a burner account. But here is the, what the actual tweet said. So it says, quote, I have pictures from Locker I will keep for rainy day. First of all, that's really not how people talk. Like, I don't care. If, <laughs> it's Twitter. You got like 120 characters. I don't care. I don't care. This does not sound like a person, but regardless. Uh, Altuve didn't want shirt torn off. I remember maybe I misspoke, but Chapman give, gave up HR in-game, home run in-game. And then the other tweet from this account, I'm told to stay quiet, but but I refuse. Sorry, T.O. Heart emoji. Jose Altuve and Bregman wore devices that buzzed on inside right shoulder from hallway video guy. Let's get it all out now. So um, after this... Uh, uh, and then there was another tweet from yeah. her that said, like, I have pictures, but I'll save them for a rainy day. Which is like, if you're yeah. if you're Beltron's niece, how the fuck do you have pictures? So, so here's That's, the thing. I, MLB, in the report, said that they investigated buzzers uh, in 2019. They didn't find any conclusive evidence. Now, going back to the federal agents that work for them. The feds... The former feds that are working for MLB, right? Mm. They are being paid and they're being tasked to investigate one specific thing, right? They're being tasked to investigate 2017. Mm -hmm. um, they did not really delve in. It, the report says that they the cheating stopped in 2018, at somewhere mid midpoint of 2018. Um, but uh, it, and then it also said that they didn't find any conclusive evidence that they were wearing buzzers in 2019. So it'll be interesting because now that that that's come out. Yeah. There's a ton of videos now showing Altuve stepping up with the box right before Chapman throws the pitch, stepping up that you, how you would step up if a slider was coming. Um, there's a, there's all these pictures of like, there's been false well, pictures yeah. of what's his face, uh, Bariznik with the, or who was it? Reddick. It had the Reddick who had yeah, the, but, um, but the they confetti. Yeah, that that was confetti. Yeah, the, 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 the flesh covering confetti. So there's all this different stuff coming out. However, this was also happening when the 2017 scandal first broke in November. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if baseball brushes it on the rug, like I said before. So, yeah. Or if they will actually do I a deep dive into it. I think they have to. They have to I do I think the they dive. have to. But yeah. I think it's also, you You know, we need to be clear that, that that's not yeah. that's not court evidence. Like, of course that's not. not. Like the crease in, belt, uh, in Altuve's jersey to me is not really, it's like not, I think it's too much to ignore, but it's not like compelling enough that you're like. Now, and, then, and then saying, don't rip off my jersey. Now the interview after that, uh, which was which was weird. Like when Kevin Rosenthal, I mean uh, Ken Rosenthal, said to Altuve, yeah. like, uh, you know, why why did you not want your jersey? It was an awkward answer. It seemed weird. It seemed awkward, um, and so that that is a little suspicious. But it's just suspicious. And That's also not... in uh, in the book How to Spot a Liar, they say um, the way you spot a liar is they laugh. Repeat the question and then give you two different answers, and that's exactly what he did. He laughed. He repeated the question. He said he asked them to repeat the question. Then he said, "Oh no, it's because I'm shy." And then laughed again and said, "Oh, yeah, but my my, my wife suspect. doesn't my wife doesn't want me didn't want my jersey torn off. She doesn't like that." But then if if you Google Jose Altuve, 
shirts ripped off. You can find like 500 pictures on Google. So, I mean. Yeah, so that that is just weird. Now, a lot of people have been uh, going off on, uh, you know, having everybody has their two cents. Obviously, that's, um, I mean, we can't talk shit. This is literally a podcast about our two cents, but literally everything. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so uh, Jessica Mendoza, right, has been getting a lot of flack for her comments on, what was it, like Mike? The Mike? Show? Mike Fires. I, I don't no, even... no, 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 not Mike Fires. I'm saying on the show that she was on. It's oh, about she, Mike Fires. I don't she know. was on um, Golok and Wingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, um, Which was formerly Mike and Mike. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Mendoza said about like how she feels about this. So uh, she starts to quote, how she feels about it. She said, going public? Yeah, I get that if you're on with the Oakland A's and you're on another team. I mean, heck yeah. You better be telling your teammates, look, hey, heads up. If you hear some noises when you're pitching, this is what's going to be, this is what's going on for sure. But going public? Yeah, it didn't sit well with me. Honestly, it made me sad for the sport that this is how it's all found out. This wasn't something that MLB naturally investigated. Well, first of all, let's stop right there because... This is something that MLB didn't naturally investigate because they didn't have a smoking gun. Second of all, this is something that MLB investigated, but people were talking about this. Brian Cashman has been talking about yeah. this for years. Yeah, Cashman sent in do- apparently sent in dozens of reports um, you know, claiming that the Astros were stealing signs dating back to 2017. I think it's also important to note that baseball wouldn't investigate this unless they had... My fire, a player who was on the team saying, yes, this did indeed happen. I think if the Athletic had just released their report, because the Athletic already had the report, well, and then they yeah. went to Mike Fires, right. and Mike Fires had a 3-5 ERA last season and an ERA of 12 in Minute Maid Park. He was like, oh, Ken Rosenthal found out what was good. Let me tell him what's up well, now. Which is fair, right? But like, I think yeah. it's more important to highlight the fact that baseball was probably super would lethargic. not exactly. Yeah. They probably because with all these reports, not right. just by Brian Cashman, but by other teams, probably as well. Wasn't enough. Um exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I just yeah, and again I think that they were they're worried about the integrity of the sport and they're worried about the relationship with the players association. The relationship with the players association is is almost as bad as it's ever been in the history of baseball. And let's not forget that it took it it was it wasn't until the Congress um got involved that the Players Association decided to allow suspensions for PEDs, right? And I think it's also important to note that uh, a senator, I can't remember his name, has put in a request for Congress to get involved in this. And you know what? Congress has a lot of other things they need to be doing right now. But, I mean, I wouldn't be against it because I, as a Yankee fan, I'm so beyond, I I was numb, even when we did the last podcast, I was totally numb. To all of this, and then you just and, like, snapped. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I don't just, think you're very numb anymore. Yeah, no, I'm, I've just been absolutely beside myself with anger because of all of this. So and if they were using buzzers. That, Men- Mendoza yeah. does bring up a good point, which uh, she said that uh, quote: "It came from within. It was a player that was part of it and benefited of it during the regular season. So that they is traded, true. They, I'm pretty sure they traded him like towards no, the end well, of the season no, anyway. But that's tr- no. But the thing is, it's true. Like he did benefit from it, and he came out later. But, but here's why I don't. Okay. Here's why I'm not. You know. So this this is take by Jessica Mendoza. She said she went on to say a lot of other things. That they, I'm not. You know that." We have the crux of what she said. It's like a paragraph. Um, So basically, look, it's very, very easy to sit here and say, basically just like calling him a snitch. She didn't specifically say that, but that's really more or less what she's saying. Um, You know, it's very easy to just sit here and say like, oh, you know, why are you snitching on your brothers and your teammates and your players? But like, that is so toxic. Like that is just such a really, uh, uh, this, if you see something, the game is crumbling before your eyes. Uh, MLB is really not doing anything, and yeah. it's very, very difficult as a player, as an employee, to like if you're if you're working for an organization. And again, I've said this so many times: players really don't have a ton of leverage. There's there's 30 jobs. Like mm-hmm. there's you know Mike Fires is a good pitcher, but he's not like you know irreplaceable. So for him to actually speak up at all took a lot of courage. Now, yes, he did he did um, wait a while. That's fair, and he did benefit benefit from it that's also fair but him saying something he deserves a lot of credit and if you have people you know saying something like trying to deter players from speaking out like this stuff is going to just continue and that's i think i think that's the sad i think her comment was asinine um i i wonder if she would take it back i mean i doubt it well Um, she sort of she sort of um walked it back walked it back in another statement and okay well whatever besides i think what's more important is the statement from the players alex wood said 
um, when asked, you know, would I rather face a guy taking PEDs or a guy who knew what pitch was coming? He said, I'd rather face a guy with PEDs. Of course you would. Because if you have any type of simple hand-eye coordination and you know that a curveball is coming, you know that you can sit. sit. It's not not simple hand-eye coordination. No, no, no. I know. I I understand that. But. It, like MLB it level gives you, it gives you an extreme advantage, probably more so than the PEDs do, because you know exactly the t- how to yeah. time your yeah. swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did uh, Bellinger say? So Bellinger said, yeah, he said, right. "Quote for the sake of the game, I hope this is this isn't true. If true, there needs to be major consequences to the players. That completely ruins the integrity of the game." Okay, and then and then um, Clevenger. Uh, Mike Clevenger said, "Where, where are we?" He basically, basically, in a nutshell, he said that he, these these Astro players need to watch their back, and because he he throws, he's one of the hardest throwers in the game, um, and he's going to be gunning for some of their heads, and any other player that defends them is also going to get it. That's basically that's like the crux yeah, of what no, he said. No, no. Um, um, but what I think is important, right? Yeah, is the players. Should be should ha- the players the players who are not on the Astros should have every right to be aggravated and frustrated, yeah. Because especially those who were affected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain players who probably came up and got smoked in Minute Maid Park and never made it to the major leagues, right? Now, I'm sure there are guys whose money was were, were affected, especially like Altuve, who ended up winning the MVP and got a hundred and fifty six million dollar contract. I think what the players need to do is they need to go to Tony Clark, the head of the Players Association. And say this affects all players, not just the players on the Houston Astros. And yeah. while you do represent the players on the Houston Astros, you also represent us. And what they did was absolutely egregious. And you need, if, especially if the if the buzzer rumor is true. Again, it's just speculation. I'm I I hope that baseball opens up an investigation well, into it. I mean, just but, also some of the Astros. Like, if you looked at the. Um... I mean, regardless, the home split, the home no, away this is, split this is what happened in so... 2017. That's fucking insane. Well, this so Mike Clevenger said they shouldn't feel comfortable looking at any of us in the eye, Jesus. let alone on the field. Oh my and god! The, uh, and the any other player in MLB feel different, they can get it too. And then, uh, so my, Lance McCullers and I think Shout came to back. At, well, oh my Lance god, McCullers. I'm done with Lance McCullers, bro. This dude is always this guy's like the Baker Mayfield of the MLB. Well, Lance McCullers came out against uh, against um, Clevenger. Clevenger. And basically, he was like, "Oh, well, you should drop a book, you know, with all the stuff that you're saying." And then, and then, uh, the, the, no, no, no. So, so Lance McCullers Jr. said, "Damn, at Bauer outage, drop that book for or of God again." Quote for the homie Mike Anthony thirteen. I don't know what that is. And then, and then Mike Clevenger said, "Yeah, drop your ERA first, and then speak another word about something you have no idea about, and then we can get, be talking in person." All right, so it's just getting heated. It's getting heated. It's, things are getting spicy. Um, and it's gonna, but so this leads me to my next question, right? We yeah. talked about the players' association. C- clearly, like sometimes it just feels like you have to fucking do whatever it takes to move them in a direction because what their job is to do is to protect the players, and the Houston Astros are yeah. are, are players, but so are the rest of the players in the league, obviously. Um, yeah. Well, so yeah, right. And then also, I just wanted to say yeah. sorry before not to cut you off, but uh, some of the other quotes. Around the league too. Uh, so CC went. I, I, I was gonna rip take a quote from CC, but that was just like. Uh, he basically said we won. That the, was, we, yeah. Nobody could tell me that we didn't win the chip in 2017. Yeah, and also that was just like paragraphs and paragraphs. And then he posted on, a yeah. picture of uh, Jose Altuve <laughs> walking through a metal detector, which I thought was fire. It's fun. I mean, again, we don't have all the information that. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty fucking. But what I was gonna add, um, you have other quotes? Yeah, no, no, I do. Just from from uh, Jose Altuve because he talked to. Oh yeah, Joel Al- Altuve and Bregman. Yeah. So. Jose Altuve said, this is just important because um, when when A.J. Hinch was asked about it, A.J. Hinch was arrogant before this all came out. He was arrogant. He said, I, he quoted, he said, I laughed when people I know, I know. bring this dude, up about dude, whistling. Dude, don't, don't get me started. He, he um, kind of like, uh, ref, uh, what's that What's that called when you sort of look and say, like, look at someone else, like deflected or something at yeah. other teammates or at other teams, like. So, uh, Jose Altuve said, quote, I have never worn an electronic device in my performance as a major league player. Uh, yeah, so, there you A-Rod go. said he never did steroids. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't really hold much water. AJ like, oh, he said he said, didn't do a- it. AJ okay. Hinch said the idea of stealing signs is laughable to him. So, clearly, yeah. Carlos Beltran lied to the media. So, I'm not going to take the word the, yeah. of a guy who's been proven to cheat yeah. and, and have success 
at the highest level, right? Also, Trevor Bauer said he's heard the same things about the uh, yeah, so, buzzers. I again, like that to me doesn't well, necessarily. Trevor Bauer was calling out the Houston Astros for cheating like two years ago. You remember that? I do. That was a while. Yeah, but that yeah, right, exactly. So but that was known about this. right. But and back then, if it's that's the that's the whole thing about why players go, talking out. Like I'm so sick of hearing this argument about like snitching. That I just want to reiterate because. What do we live like? What is this like? The like, gangs of New York, like what? Like, we, like <laughs> you, you live by the fucking like code of uh, I know, the streets. So, like, what are you talking I know, about? Baseball players. Like go, Sit you down. go back to your like you know uh, fucking Honda Accord and drink your Starbucks, and he's like, I live by the snitches get stitches. Like what the fuck are you talking about? I but, think, so I mean, listen, we we mentioned this in the beginning, right? I baseball, and I also mentioned this in the last podcast. Um, baseball had to get up from the steroid era. And it was a huge detriment to find out that players like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were juicing, right? Because yeah, they, I mean, they, even Rob the, Carmelo, the sports, Palmero. I know, the sports world Sammy was Sosa, fixated. I, mean, I know, I, they, they were, the sports world was fixated on McGuire and Sosa that one year, whatever it was, 97, 98, and then fixated on Bonds, fixated on players like Alex Rodriguez. And it basically came out that like, 65 to 70 percent of the sport was taking peds so it, it it was it took a huge hit sports like basketball rose in that time and baseball is just starting to get up on its to its feet again like i said with the last po- podcast like with players like altuve and bregman and mookie betts on um, so my question is is this scandal as devastating as it is is it good for baseball or is it going to set them back so far that um, they won't be able to get up from it? Now, I will say, a little eerie, a little eerie history going on. 100 years ago, White Sox scandal. Found out that they were fixing the World Series game. Shoeless Joe Jackson gets banned for life, etc., etc. 20s come, right? Baseball was in, at the time, you know, it was a fresh sport, but baseball was not doing well. People didn't even bother, like, watching it. And... These new players began to rise up in the 20s um, and make baseball uh, the American pastime. That's when it was dubbed the American pastime with, with a team like the Yankees who had young superstars that were emerging. So does the fact that... I don't that, think that's that eerie. It's a, it no, what I'm saying it's exactly 100 years. 100 years later and then you're going to have the Yankees come... Okay, let me not get into my Yankee like pride, but let me, let me make the point that I wanted to make. You think that the Yankees are going to come and save baseball? And all that? No, 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 that's not what I was going to say. I mean, we can get into that, but we'll you get want to get into it. I, I, yeah, you would I, love nothing more than to just fucking bloviate about but how great the Yankees is are going to be. Is it like, better for the sport that people are now talking about this so much? You had, again, you had first take. I so that never the number one sports show in the country. They it, it's like pulling teeth to get them to talk about fucking baseball. It's just so aggravating talking about baseball every single day on their show. Does it now create these narratives that are so intriguing that the the person who is not a baseball fan will be like, oh, the Astros are playing the Yankees, or oh, the Red Sox are playing the Yankees. Well, let me I think, let yeah. me turn this game on and like let's like like and, and will it bring more attention to the sport in a positive way where people can then watch it and actually maybe begin to enjoy so the here, sport? Here's my take because so of think, all the narratives. Uh, I think the problem with the game. We're going to also, I just want to, you know, say before I begin, like, we're going to have a full episode about baseball and marketing and its popularity as soon as this stuff, we have to get to the Wilpon one, and then we're going to get to that episode. Yeah. Um, because I just, you know, without spoiling the episode that we're going to have, like, baseball was sort of in its height when it was really a game for radio. I mean, there's certain games that are meant to be listened to for, in an, uh, uh, wait, wait, auditorily, is that the word I'm looking I for? I guess so, yeah. I don't I mean, know. I don't I'm not, know. Um, Drop out of high school. So, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, I can't even read. I'm just putting that out now. So um, basically, like, it's a game that's it's a beautiful game, but it's 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 a it's a long game. And also, I just want to say like this thing about attention spans are like dwindling or something. Like, I'm not, I I'll get into that in that episode. But I, that is yeah. your attention span is task based. Like, it's not like you re- like I really wish I could watch this movie, but it's more than seven seconds. So like, I guess I can't. Like, it, it, that's not that's not uh, that's a misunderstanding of how, what att- what it means to you know f- attention spans. And also, by the way, the study that talked about the attention spans decreasing from the year two thousand. Uh, 
is that the report um, that was done about that. I haven't even heard about this. Yeah, there, there was a there was a like a large study done about attention spans. Huh. Um, and then the the factoid about in the report about uh, about attention spans decreasing that was done by like a separate group and then it's it's sort of like how you know people Are say you saying you drink it's bullshit. It. I'm saying it's bullshit. Yeah, okay, what? I'm saying your attention span well, is fact is is a uh, task. So so to add so just but just, I'm just I'm just saying like to, in baseball if baseball could this is something that's been happening for a while yeah. I think what my point is ultimately is that I think. I don't want to say that this is going to be inconsequential, but I do think baseball will move on. It's sign stealing. Before this happened, I think the casual baseball fan, like the, you know, the sort of like person that doesn't really watch regularly but would go to a game, probably didn't even know what sign stealing was. Exactly. I know. That's that's that great point because I don't think that people understand the effect that sign stealing has. It's also important to note that baseball allows sign stealing. It's the fact that they use yeah, this technology right. in real time. Now, again, do these narratives – then intrigue somebody who doesn't necessarily want to sit and watch a three-hour-long game. There was a football game. The the LSU-Clemson um, game was like four hours long the other day. People love college football. They'll that, sit and right. they'll watch so college football over and I've over. Always, and, like, as someone who really doesn't watch football, I've never understood this. Junior Seau commits suicide. And p- to preserve his oh brain. Oh, my God, I know. I saw that and, in Aaron Hernandez thing. And, I, was, yeah. I didn't even and realize Aaron that guy Aaron Hernandez died, no, murders three people and plays a game of football. College athletes are injecting themselves. Children, people 17, 18 years old. Yeah, not are, getting paid. Are, are injecting themselves with, with, or the teams are telling them to inject themselves with chemicals. And we have to get people not to watch football. And then people, this sign-stealing scandal happens. And we're like, oh, are people going to watch baseball? Like, the cleanest, purest game yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. Well, Oh, I don't know if it's the cleanest well, and purest okay. game. Okay, but I'm saying like well, the people have been cheating in baseball forever. Fair enough, but these are these are every now and then scandals. Like baseball in and of itself. Here's the thing. This is why it's important, right? I was talking to my dad about this. My dad is like does not give half a fucking shit about sports. And so I always <laughs> like to get his take because like he would read at my baseball games yeah, no, when I, I was a kid. I know like, the story. I, I know the story but, well. But basically no. So he he kind of said, like, why, you know, he's like, Nick, you should be caring about other things. Like, there's so much bigger things happening in the world. And this is my response. If you cheat at golf, you cheat in business, which is an old saying, basically saying that baseball is the integrity of America. Like, it's it's what's, it's one of the great things about America that's that's pure and and great and well, you know uh, well again I hate to break it to you buddy this country doesn't have much integrity <laughs> but we'll save that conversation for another day well not I mean look, Trump supporters but, turned the podcast yeah, off yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyway so um, so I'm just saying that these that there are these things that are non-political, right? That's another thing. Why people like sports. It's not scripted. It's, it's a not, distraction. It's, it's a, distraction a distraction from the hardships it's, it's that we have to deal scripted. with every day in life. It's the same people, reason why people love to watch gladiators. It's, sport has always been around. Um, and, and, I mean, again, I'm not it, – it's just – But it also represents the conflict, right, between um, government and the average person. It, it represents the conflict between ownership and player um, and this constant – tug and pull that's always happening and it's happening right now with this cheating scandal there's this tug and pull going on with the players association and with great with baseball because yeah. i've I, after listening to all these quotes um these players you know saying like you know someone should really do something about this like you know we need to save baseball but it's like do you know why that there it's very difficult to have consequences because the players association exactly. blocks. No, look. Before I begin, I am one hundred percent pro players association. I fully respect the players association, their their place in the game, and I do think that if the ownerships were not checked in a massive way, they would just gouge and gouge and gouge. Like like minor league baseball, um, you know, you make almost zero money. Ba- you know, playing baseball is such an opportunity cost. It's an extreme risk to dedicate your life to to a game. Um, and some players, you know, get drafted right out of college. Like, I mean, right out of high school. So they don't even go to college. Uh, and it's kind of difficult to live your life in a way where you dedicate so much of your time to one thing and eliminate, you know, others. Yeah. So 
I understand, like, players need to be protected. And, and of course, the other side of that is, like, the average fan is like, why should I have sympathy for someone making, you know, blah, 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 millions of dollars? But that is such a uh, minute amount of people who actually dedicate their lives to baseball. And if you look at, you know, like, players like... Um, uh, the like players like Oscar Tavares, whose lives are lives are cut short, their families depend on them to get as much money as possible while you can, and so that's why again, like before I begin, I'm extremely pro protecting players, but the players association like you mentioned in the last podcast needs to take a hard look at itself because yeah, they don't call too. for players to be fired or or like you know fired permanently when they abuse their spouses. Or you know, uh, abuse like dom- like domestic abuse. There has to be There's a suspensions. Lot. They didn't call for players to be fired who took steroids. Yeah, it wasn't um, until Congress got involved right. that they decided. So there has to be a fine line that is drawn. And the maximum amount that's allowed is five yeah. million. Which yeah. again, I, I said in the last podcast, I still agree. Was Monetary that, fines don't. I thought the owners agreed to that though. I didn't realize that was a player thing. It, it's both. It's the it's the it's collective argument. It's the agreement yeah, yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, so right. what I'm saying is that. Um, that, but I, yeah, I do, I do think monetary fines are not the way to go because monetary fines disproportionately affect some teams and others. Well, again, I, I think the, I think the important part is, is that they need the, to. A lot of yeah. players were affected that weren't on the Astros, and they can have potential lawsuits on their hands because they got smoked by a team that knew what that pitches were coming. Yeah, would, would it be interesting though to see like we, we, uh, I know Mike and the uh, uh, Mike uh, Russo or was it Mad Chris Dog. Russo? Chris yeah. Russo, sorry, excuse yeah. me. No disrespect, but I just anyway. Um, so he was saying that like you know where like where where's Justin Verlander and all this like I know like, I know I know and, and I was kind of thinking like I actually agree because he's you know if you're gonna be vocal you should probably but I like, what is he gonna don't say? even read the quote what don't even I'm read, not the quote. read the quote don't I'm read like, it because I Justin Verlander is a toolbox. Sorry, I need to stop saying these things on this <laughs> podcast before we get like no baseball by AJ Hinch, <laughs> Justin Verlander. <laughs> I know Looking that I just in, excoriated like, you, but yeah. do you mind? Do you want to say a few words? No, uh, <laughs> but basically, so um, no, but I, I'm just like Justin Verlander is is outspoken. He was calling for consequences back in 2017, but at the same time, like he wasn't on the team in 2017, and also he was on the team in 2019. Uh, but what is that? Justin Verlander was on the team in 2017. Okay, we have to edit this part out. Ooh, right. They right. won the World Series because they got Justin Verlander. No, okay, because right. they cheated, but... All right, so I yeah. that before yeah. I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, so, so we, when you determine which players are um, punished, you it's important to understand, like, what their role was on the team. Like, do you give a pass to rookies? Do you give a pass to players who were, like, literally just traded to the team during that year? Do we know if they're cheating in 2019? What implication does that have for players like Jordan Alvarez? If the players were cheating in 2019, exactly. Do we give Jordan Alvarez a pass because he was, you know, he's a rookie? Like, yeah, great point. Um, do we give Zach Greinke? I mean, Zach Greinke has, you know, well documented well, social yeah. anxiety. What, what was he going to say? He was new to the team. Garrett Cole, like he was, he was yeah. a pitcher, but the players all yeah. knew, and Garrett Cole was there yeah. for like half, his, you know, whatever, whenever he was. Um, 2018, 2019. Yeah, 2018, 2019. So I mean, like, we, it is important if you're going to start giving consequences you do have to t- decipher which players were exactly it was a lazy excuse by baseball being like well i don't want to well, we don't know what type of immunity they gave I, to two well that's what they did they don't they that's that's what they gave them they gave them immunity it wasn't what type of immunity they had immunity they would not get suspended if they were to talk on the 2017 but was season. that was but that that's also all why the players or was that no no, no that was that talked. was virtually all the players okay. and that's also why they could not really delve into 2019 because the players were granted immunity for speaking on the 2017 season. Gotcha. Specifically. Not on the 2019 season. So none of the players were willing to talk about the 2019 season. Right, right. And Altuve and Brightman could say they weren't wearing buzzers yeah. all they wanted. But are we... This is the problem. It now leaves open all of this room for speculation. Not just with the Astros. With all other teams. Well, Beltran was, then became an advisor with the Yankees. And, and now the Yankees were probably cheating. cheating. Look at Glaber Torres' leg. I mean, that was, like, that was the, the tweet from the burner account that yeah, said, look at so, towards his leg next season. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, God, it, it, it's it's a disaster. But I think it will be fine. I, I do. Like, I think that, again, I think, I think that, that, that if, the, if the buzzer thing comes out, it's going to be a problem. And if the buzzer thing does come out, they need to ban whoever was using them. If, if, Jose Altu- if it became a thing like it was Jose Altuve, Alex Bremen wearing buzzers, 
They have to get banned from baseball with a, with a, with an appeal in two to three years to come back into the game. Maybe but they I have mean, to be I mean, banned. I mean, but that's the thing too. Like the players association wouldn't let that happen. The players association needs to. If let the budget thing, if the budget thing happens and the and if the budget thing turns out to be true, right? Mm-hmm. I think that enough players are angry that mm-hmm. aren't on the Astros that the Players Association would have to step in, and if they didn't, it would be the death of the Players Association. It wouldn't be the death of them. They still, it would be. The it players, would, they would take a hard hit. Well, the player maybe maybe in terms of like in terms of reputation. In terms of reputation, yeah. because the, I mean the, the Players Association Which is, already, is necessary. Reputation honestly is already trash. It's not. It's not trash. It's just they're they're. I think they overcorrect. Like I think yeah. that they're that they they want to protect players, and and the, mind you, like the teams have always done this, where they just like of course. Where they just um, like Kurt Flood, like they just take as much as they possibly can. Like it, it, without the pre Players Association, pre Marvin Miller, teams would absolutely exploit these athletes, pay them next to nothing. Babe Ruth's career was like really, I mean, as much as he got done, they, he was limited uh, in terms of health because, or affected in terms of health because the the teams that he was on like made him play like exhibition, like all these okay, extra but exhibition also, games. He was also- and, uh, Eating like eight hot dogs, no, and but out no, and drinking no. beer, and was yes, drunk in all of his games. That's true. No, I, that's too much. But I'm saying that he, he wasn't was. drunk in all his games. He was an alcoholic. Well, regardless, um, they that was also like the pictures of him being like big and fat, and like that was actually towards the like his 30s when when yeah. you saw film. Yeah. When he was younger, he was actually not. He was a stocky dude, but he wasn't like out of shape. So right. we look, we think of Babe Ruth as like this big fat guy, but he's actually in shape for you know obviously yeah. goes of his career. Um, but regardless, the without the players' association, the ML, MLB would just exploit the shit out of their players. Exactly, so they have a they have a place, but it's like now you take it too far. I, I don't think they don't. I I, I think they mean well. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think I, if I was a player, I would be extremely comfortable in knowing that this uh, association is going to go at bat for me. No matter what, and they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that I don't get in trouble but that, yeah. with anything, and 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 that should be the goal. But again, there has to be distinction. If you cross the line, if you hurt the integrity of the game, where it can affect it on you're a not on grand scale, yeah. you're not on my. You're not yeah, on my exactly. Side. You need to. It's not even that you're not on my side, but they need to be able to be disciplined, um, so that this doesn't happen again. And with growing technology, right? So there's always been cheating in the sport. Um, whether it was Gaylord Perry juicing up the balls and and or or uh, PEDs or the White Sox had the some White Sox again yeah. and the, they say that Tony La Russa had science stealing stuff in the in the late eighties. Which Who, no, but but that's not cheating. That's allowed though. Yeah, but they said that he was using the camera. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. but whatever. Um, what was I saying? We'll cut no, that no, part out. No. Uh, I said that technology. So the the technology is continuing to grow. It's only so going to get better. It's only going to get better. So. And teams are going to continue to find different ways, um, and and convince themselves that it's gamesmanship, um, and they're going to find different ways to either steal science or to cheat or gain some type of a competitive advantage. So you have to make sure that this never ever happens again. And if that buzzer thing is true, players have to be banned because that is an, a perfect example of uh, growing technology and technology advancing. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, the buzzers, the buzzers buzzers. were, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's true. It wasn't like, right, right. It was, it was, it was, you know, technology, but it's not like state of the art. Yeah. So, okay. So now that we know, right, that, that this is all not settled, obviously, but it's sort of uh, uh, like getting to the point where we've, we've, the investigation's been out almost a week now. The, we kind of, almost everything that's out is out. Um, that we know of. That we know for, of, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I, I don't think the dust is settled. But we, no, no, but no, it's, it's in not, terms it's of what, what we can speak on. What, what's, yeah. it, the dust is maybe not settled, but in terms of what we already know. Exactly, it's sort of, yeah. it's, now, you know, the baseball world moves on. The Astros need a new manager. The Red Sox need a new manager. And the Mets need a new manager. Of those three jobs, I'm pretty sure I know which is probably the least pro- problematic if you're uh, entering <laughs> a new <laughs> new job. Um and so this kind of gets into the conversation of, like, what do we want in a manager? So obviously one of the main fundamental things, regardless of age or experience or whatever, is your ability to convey organizational philosophy and teach it to your players, your ability to settle conflicts, and your ability to get people to get their shit done. Um, so now the question is, what? 
I'm not concerned with the Astros and the, or the Red Sox in terms of this podcast. Um, they have their own things to worry about. So what should the Mets look for in their new manager? Oh, well, it's a little that's that's a difficult question because what I was going to say is that this scandal kind of opens up a new debate in terms of managers. We've had the debate before where you have once been quoted that managers um, that if you can play MLB the show, you can manage a baseball game. <laughs> Which I, I don't well, know. Let me, let me let me let me say that. I so I almost agree. In terms of like Which I do not of, agree with. with. No, no, listen, in terms of like, you know, hey, there's a righty up, put like a or there's course, a lefty up, put a lefty anyway. reliever in. Like the 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 fundamental in game yeah. stuff. Like if you have a decent baseball IQ, yeah. that's what I would say. I meant in game Yeah, so yeah. with the matches it's a difficult because I think that um you know, managers like AJ Hinch and Alex Cora were being regarded as the best managers in the game. That is kind of your prototypical manager that you want in today's in, game. In today's game, yeah. yeah. But now that they were cheating, kind of throws it all out the window. Um, it's easier to answer the question for the Red Sox or for the Astros because of the talent that's already on their team and the proven talent that's on their team. They might need and an their old organization. Guy. No, but their organizational philosophy is very nuanced. Yeah, and so like they do use a lot of technology. You don't want a manager who's going to like reject technology. Yeah. But I think what we're going to see because the names it. that we're hearing are Buck Showalter, Dusty Baker, right? And I think that you know Joe Girardi just got a job at the Phillies. The Phillies did not have the season that they wanted last year, right. so I think you're going to start seeing these old school managers adapting the analytics, right? But I think it's also important to note that it's not all 100% analytics. It has no. to be well, also like if you got intuition and experience in the game and experience with succeeding, which Buck Showalter has, Joe Girardi has, Dusty Baker has. So I think if the Mets. The Mets have to make the decision. Do they want to go after, like, um, I don't know, who are some, like, young, like, kind well, of, like, well, borderline, like, candidates that, like... Well, I mean, right now the Mets are considering Luis Rojas, okay. Derek Shelton, Dusty Baker, and Eduardo Perez. I'm I like, can see them going for Eduardo Perez. I don't want... Okay, here's here's my yeah, take on managers. I agree with you, honestly. I think that... Um, so, first of all, managers, we've said this. We, Me and you had a, a debate. I don't remember who said it, but someone said that Joe Girardi led the Yankees to the World Series. And I thought that was too much because I don't think... I did say that, yeah. That was you? Okay. Yeah. So I think that um, that manager... That's too much. I think managers play their role, but the, what ultimately... I definitely the, walked that the, back now. The manager's role is intangible, meaning you it's overdetermined. You can never really know the impact of a manager. The guys that we talk about as, like, the best in the game, like the Mike Sosha, is like, Mike Sosha won one championship. Yeah. Obviously, you know, judging a manager on... Their, how many chips they win, I think, is not how you do it. I think it needs to be judged on consistency. Consistent well, success, well, right. reaching the playoffs, But, that, but again, those are things that the manager has no control over, like what players they get and the and the organizational philosophy and the player development. Like the, that, the manager just inherits that stuff. So if you're, a, I think, a good manager, it's really hard for us to like know without a doubt what they actually control. The manager again, like like a manager's skills are are intangibles. Like how well you work with, like maybe some managers are good at uh, handling the emotional baggage of young players. Yeah, that's why like, Joe Girardi was fired. Well, right, and that maybe some managers are old school and get young players to really like buck up and listen. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a young manager and something like we saw like Mickey Calloway sometimes made problematic decisions in game. Like we can literally mm. see that that was a mistake. But but like Mickey Calloway also was an experience. Well, he was an experience, but he also the players liked him, and that's something like that's important. So I think what the Mets need to do is just slam dunk this. Like Luis Rojas has, you know, he was the quality control coach. He's worked for the organization since two thousand and seven. Um, he's managed at different levels of the organization. Um, I mean, yeah, he's thirty eight. He's you know bilingual. He's the son of Felipe. Thirty eight. Yeah. He's the son of Shit. Felipe Alou and the brother of Moises. Like, I, I think that there's certain, like, I honestly, I think Dusty Baker is the best candidate. I think that they need someone who is experienced, who uh, has, you know, commands respect. Luis Rojas, I wouldn't be mad. Like, Eduardo Perez has very little managerial experience. What about Buck Showalter? Buck Showalter, I'd, I'd like to. Like, these players that we know have been around the game, have had stories, like, can give you... Re, you know, real time, like these stories about how, um, you know, they've done it. They've been in the trenches. Buck Showalter is known for the command he respect or, or the uh, respect he commands. Wouldn't Buck Showalter be so good in New York? 
He but that's been he, in New York. No, no, I know. I'm saying, but like, exactly, he was with the New, he was with the Yankees for a year or two. Um, but I'm saying, like, wouldn't he just work so well with the Mets, with the players that they have on that team? When you look, I at the, lo- I love when Mark you look Schoen, at his yeah. Orioles team, yeah. it's kind of similar squads. Like, he, and he was like able young, to do exactly. Talented. And he, right. did, he did, the Orioles team never won, but they went to a championship series. They went to the playoffs numerous years. They were yeah. a thorn in the backside of the Yankees. I understand that it's. Um... You know, again, like Derek Shelton has some managerial experience as well with the Pirates. Like, I want a manager who has has managed in a big market. I want a manager who can handle young players. I want a manager who has long experience, and I want a manager who's going to get young players to do what the fuck they're supposed to do. Um, and I think that Dusty Baker is probably your best bet. Uh, Buck Showalter has not. I, I mentioned Dusty Baker because Buck Showalter has not been considered for whatever reason for the Mets. Um, if he was considered, I think I'd like Buck too. Um, you know, Derek Shelton, Eduardo Perez, you know, Luis Rojas also good, but specifically Derek Shelton, Eduardo you need, Perez. You need to look for managers who have overachieved and been consistent with the team that they have. Um, ultimately, I do think, again, the Mets just need to, like, alley-oop this, like, no inexperienced managers, like, no one who hasn't managed – out of New York or out of like major teams, no one with like very very little, uh, you know, experience or, or no experience um, at coaching at any levels. Luis Rojas, he's young, you know, not really hasn't really been a, hasn't been a major league manager. Dusty Baker would be my choice of the names that are listed. Probably like in second place would be Luis Rojas, and then after but Luis that, Rojas like, does kind of go against what you what you want. Right? Yes, but he's been but with the organization for so long. He's been with the okay. Mets specifically, gotcha. like, gotcha. and he was their quality control coach. So that's something too. Um, and he's manager at, at minor league level. So again, he's not my first choice. Dusty Baker would probably be my first choice. Um, but the Astros also uh, have interest in Dusty Baker. So if the Mets want him, they really should. And the Astros also want Buck. The Astros also want Buck, and I think that says something because I feel like they believe this is an organization that is. Very analytically driven and and uh, you know uses technology. Um, they, the Astros, the Astros, yeah. and the Red Sox, and they cheat. Well, I think I think valid point. I think that um, that says something about what they believe that these managers bring to in, the table. In terms of getting up off their feet, they probably need that hard nosed guy, the guy who's going to whoop their ass and and not take any shit, and a guy who might not necessarily. I get that impression from Buck Showalter, and and that's another thing yeah. that we should mention. These new age, you know, managers who sort of just listen to the organization yeah. and do what they're told and, you know, sort of follow instructions and, like, that's the typical. Yeah. Do you think a Buck Showalter or a Dusty Baker would have let this happen? Interesting uh, you say that. Buck Showalter did say that he wouldn't – when asked about it on the Michael K. show, he said that um, he wasn't sure. Okay, well, that which right. Is, so which is, is very telling, the, honestly, about yeah. cheating in general, yeah. about wanting to, what, what you can do to get a competitive advantage. Yeah, so – um, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, I think that's, I think that's everything. Covered all the bases. Covered all the bases. Well, so yeah, so hopefully next week we'll actually start to talk about the Wilpons and nothing else, like, nothing else huge breaks, uh, in the meantime. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening and, uh, Subscribe on Instagram. We now finally have social media. We have an Instagram and we have a Twitter. Well, at Loaded Basis Podcast. Basis as in B-A-S-I-S. Deuces.